You're listening to the Healthy and Thriving Career Moms podcast, where every week you will learn about healthier habits and hacks to create and support a healthy and thriving lifestyle as a busy mom. I'm your host, Wendy, and I truly believe that the best gift you can give to your family and the world is a healthy, thriving you. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, gorgeous, and welcome to episode seven of season three of the Healthy and Thriving Career Moms podcast, where today we're going to be hearing from the incredibly inspiring Khalifa. She is a single mom, and I first came across her uh, through her Instagram account and then through her podcast. I've been a guest on her podcast. She is just an incredibly inspiring woman, and I just thought so many of our community are single moms. And it's a whole different dynamic. And it's one that I cannot speak to necessarily as a married person. So I really wanted her to come on, share sort of her struggles, her wisdoms for us, and just really give an insight. And if you are not a single mom, you think, oh, that's not relevant to me. Actually, I really encourage you to listen to this episode because I'm sure you will have single mom friends. And there's maybe perhaps some things you've not quite thought about. I actually have a lot of single mom friends um, and was brought up by a single mom. Uh, My dad wasn't around. And so for me, like so much of what she says truly, truly resonates for me. And I know that you're going to get so much value from what she shares in today's episode. So I can't wait for you to hear it. But just a quick reminder, if you're not already a part of our Healthy and Thriving Career Moms Facebook community, come and join us. We've got some exciting stuff coming up for November and I don't want you to miss out. So come and join us in that community, get involved and yeah, enjoy today's episode. So welcome to the podcast today, Khalifa. I'm so excited to have you join us. Thank you so much, Wendy, for having me. I'm happy to be on a podcast. I feel like as a podcaster myself, I'm always reaching out, interviewing people. So it feels good to be on the other side. I (laughs) know. I'm excited to interview him. I mean, that's how we met because you reached out to me. I've appeared on your Happy Single Moms podcast, which even though I'm not a single mom, it was still, there was a, a relevant topic that we were talking about. But I've been so excited to interview you for this series, the Thriving Mom series, because for me, you're just the epitome. I mean, first up, you're a single mom, which we'll talk more about and, you know, the dynamics of that. And I just think there's so many people in my audience who are single moms. So I really wanted you to come on and share your story and how you juggle it and and everything that goes with it. So tell us more about you, like who you are, where you're from, the whole Shebang. Shebang. Well, <laughs> well, yes. So I am Khalifa Araba. I am based in London, 35 years old, a mother to an uh, 11 year old son. And um, I have been a single mom since conception. I was in a long term relationship. Well, it was kind of rocky, on and off, on and off kind of thing. Met when I was 16. And um, I got pregnant when I was around 24. And I decided to have my child and then my partner at the time because we were on and off for 10 years he said to me well I I don't want you to go ahead with this and in the duration of our relationship I'd had a termination and it's something that I said I would never do because I feel like it's something a lot of women do not speak about it's kind of like you contact Mary Stopes give them the 500 pounds and the next day problem is just gone is that is that what it 
what it costs. Well, yes, what it yeah, costs yeah, yeah, it's five hundred. Yeah, but it's pri- If you go private, it's five. It's five hundred pounds, and yes, you can get an appointment in comparison to like the NHS, whereby you might have to wait a duration of two to three weeks. If you call private, you could just just get it done. Now, when I had that termination, I just felt, do you know what? I'm going to do my law degree. I've got a career that I want to pursue. I don't want to be a mum. And when, um, after I had the termination, I remember I was at home one day and I was, a Pampers advert came on and I cried for like two hours because then I started like calculating, oh, the child could have been a boy, it could have been a girl, it could have been this age, you know? And I think that a lot of times moms don't really speak about the emotional ramifications that happen when you have a termination and the condemnation that just piles upon your neck. So um, I say that to say this, that when I had then got pregnant again, I said it's something I would not do. So when he told me that this, I'm not going ahead with you, I was like, do you know what? Jog on, mate, because I'm having this baby. And it's been like that ever since, since um, the conception. And when I told you, I'm, I believe in God, that <laughs> it wasn't until I got pregnant with my son that I realised that there is a God because it has been... Uh, an emotional roller coaster, but we have survived. Um, speed on to now, my son's 11. He's been signed by Disney. I am working full time. I've got a car, I've got a house, I've got a job, I've got a podcast that I started in the pandemic. Not I know I know that when people speak about like the things that they're achieving now it sounds all wonderful like it sounds all like oh Netflix, but they have been some cliffhangers, they have been months of tears not even days but months of tears because I feel like sadness sometimes is seasonal you know like they're just seasons of sadness but yeah it's it has been a journey but one thing I say to a lot of the mums even on my platform that if you are pregnant have your kid have your child because there's so much blessings that come when you have those those Mm -hmm. little gems and you don't know who they can be so um, and that's kind of where the Happy Single Moms podcast but was birthed from, because I found that as a single mom, people were wondering, like, why are you so happy? It was kind of like a you're not meant to be happy as a single mom kind of really? thing. Like, what I need that- to be. Yeah. Is that been your experience? Yeah. As a single mom? Yeah. They kind of felt like why are you why have you got your ish together you know even when I was pregnant my happiest friends are the single moms (laughs) (laughs) honestly like even when I was pregnant (laughs) but no I mean I have so many friends who are single moms I was raised by a single mom for the first sort of 11 years 12 years until she married my stepdads and then he became my sort of father figure which you know we had a really good relationship and but yeah, so I, I just have the utmost respect for single moms. I just, you know, there are those moments in my day when, like t- tonight, for example, my husband went out to play football and I had a work sort of deadline I wanted to finish. And then I said I'd do dinner and then I had to get her in the bath and get her ready and get her to bed and do dinner and come and do this, part. you know, and, and she was being a right pickle and I just thought, well, at least he's coming home. Like I have someone to hand off to. But as a single mom, there isn't that handoff. No, it is the hardest thing. Being a mom is the hardest thing I have ever, ever had to do. And um, it's the most emotionally taxing thing. And doing it alone is very, very emotionally taxing. And one thing I would say is that 
it's the most selfless act you ever have to do as well selfish people can't have kids selfish <laughs> people shouldn't have children because it's not yeah, probably not a case of can't have children because often, yes shouldn't yeah, shouldn't have children <laughs> shouldn't have children you know and even down to now I'm happy that yes he's he's 11 years old and he's just leaves me alone he's now thing it's amazing yes. what you were describing to me just now about him being um on tour with Disney so just just tell us quickly about that because I'm sure people heard that in the podcast and they were like what, what yes. was that about? yeah so he is currently playing Simba young Simba in the Lion King so he's been signed by Disney and he's on tour so he has had like loads of shows in Edinburgh Manchester he's currently well I'm not going to disclose where he's at right now but yeah so he's currently (laughs) on tour right now and yeah it's been amazing because he had to do an audition and there were 200 children that they auditioned and then they wound it down to 16 then they wound it down to six and then they wound it down to four and my son was one of the four kids that they took so it has been a heck of a journey and yeah he's he always loved performing did you see that from an early age no do you know what he's always been very confident um always been very gobby and one of my girlfriends sent me um a flyer it was so funny she sent me a flyer she's like oh these people are looking for young boys age um eight eight to nine so I was like all right cool let me just send in Josiah's picture and I sent the picture and the woman called me back and she said to me that oh hi um is your son been signed by an agent and I was like no this is just some my girlfriend sent this to me she's like oh I would really like for you to send me some headshots and I was like headshots I was like, what headshots. The heck is yeah I was like what the heck is that luckily for me this is why god is good <laughs> my next door neighbor is a photographer so I like knocked on, I was like if, can you come and take some headshots of Josiah please <laughs> took the headshots and she signed him it was oh my just gosh. like that oh, so how many years yeah. ago was this in three years now three years that he's been he's been signed with her but it's he only started doing the Lion King in April in April so So how does that work with like schooling and being on tour and with the tour Disney actually paid for him to have a tutor and then the the tutor would liaise with the school and yeah they just send send the work back and forth so he's not there aren't going to be any gaps which is kind of good in a way because whilst he's got a tutor he has like one-to-one so they can actually explain a good person to being sat in a class of 30 whereby you know, like kids just, yeah, yeah. Gosh. it is, it is a, it is Amazing. a, so yeah. do you, I mean, you must miss him when he's gone. Is it really quiet? It is a very quiet and um, I'm going to expose myself a little bit now because <laughs> I watched, I watched the documentary with Jeff, Jeffrey Derma um, the other day and it's like about this like the serial killer guys on Netflix. Yeah. And I was in the house and I was so, at 35 years old, I was so scared. I was going to say, I like, I, I don't even know what that is because I wouldn't be watching something like that because I'm such a ninny when it comes to scary things. I think being South African and having been exposed to a lot of like trauma growing up, I'm like, oh my God. I don't do it for fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So when I tell you that being, um, although I do have my mum's visiting today, but I'm saying that like when he has gone away and I've watched certain things, I'm like, damn, I wish there was someone else in the house not that we can yeah, both find a serial so killer funny when my husband used to travel a lot like and we used to be on our own it was that like 
It's so funny because what what is it like a two three year old gonna do? <laughs> gonna do, but, but I just like having someone someone else there, like I any know. noise, you're like, oh my gosh. So I, I honestly, I do, I do miss him. Not because of where I'm afraid of serial killers, but because. Oh, that's good to know. I, that's good I, to know. I, I do, I do, I do genuinely miss my my child. But I do feel like a, a, another thing is that the older kids get the. I don't know, like the, the the more they change. When he was much younger, like around five years old, we can sit down and watch a movie and we can have like cuddles and stuff and kisses. But now that he's like 11 years old, he feels like he's a bit too cool. Like I'm like, oh, give mommy a Oh, cool. I know. Do you know what? I am relishing. So my daughter is soon to be six and I'm just relish, relishing yeah. that time with her, just knowing, because even like today she came home from school and she was a bit snotty and just very otherwise and I really wanted to give her cuddles and stuff and she was like no and you know and I just thought oh, yeah you know this is this will be the norm when she's uh, 10 it breaks 11. my heart it breaks my heart that like so now I just take it I just you know yeah. take the moments now when she is in a really cuddly mood and I just think oh no grab it grab it grab it her. Yeah. remember when they used to just sleep on your chest and you yep like yeah now all I hear is all you could think about was I've got to need put put the dishwasher on I've got to do this I've got to do that I've got a time to do this and it's like you know that's the the advice that I just give to all new moms I'm like relish it like stay at home in your pjs Mm -hmm. days don't feel like you've got to get out the house every single day although some people might give you the advice that you should do that but for me I just wish I'd stayed in my pjs more and not you know felt that pressure yeah cuddle forget about personal space because <laughs> after some time you're just gonna actually just want them in that personal space and they're going to be playing Roblox so exactly. yeah no, so true now so let's let's shift gears let's talk about you it's Ooh. nice to talk about kids but I want to talk about you okay. so tell me you obviously work full-time you also have a very successful podcast which has had over fifty thousand downloads which is insane yeah insane and you started that in lockdown so talk me through like how did that yeah. work out? I wasn't well I wanted to I felt like I had a story to tell I wanted to get my voice out there I wanted to speak to certain people and um so I was thinking about YouTube I was like oh no I can't be bothered to be putting on makeup every day so then I <laughs> and I and I can't edit so I was like let me start podcasting and when I told you that I I I was thinking to myself that do you know what if I put a podcast out there if I get like 50 downloads I'm going to continue then I put the first episode out there which was um just the intro then I did a how I became a single mom because it's so funny that that's the first thing people ask you which is weird a bit forward but they're like oh you're a single mom well, how'd that happen <laughs> I'm like well yeah, yeah I suppose that, I suppose maybe it's no different to people saying oh how did you meet and you know, then we've always yeah. got to go through the story. We met at work and all, oh, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was, everything was just aligned. So I put them the the first episode of how I became a single mom. Another thing I want to tell you as well is that even with the theme song, it's with a lady called, um, it's Maya Isaac and it's called When I Get There. And I feel like when I, I, the thing is with her, she's actually a very big music artist. And I actually messaged her. She's got like thousands of followers on, on Instagram. So I messaged her and I was like, hi, I'm, I'm starting a podcast. I'm a single mom and I would love to use your song as my as my intro. And then she was like, yes, okay, that's fine. I give you permission. And I was like, no, this actually because I was just expecting her to ignore it. I was no way. It. I swear to you. So I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This, there has, there is something oh, I meant amazing. to do. And I feel like 
as moms, as single moms, as wives, we all have a story to tell. And that's what I found with the podcast, the fact that I'm able to reach and touch people that I would never have been able to reach and touch. And it's just been an amazing, and the thing is, what is funny as well, let me touch say this, one of the biggest things I've always got in trouble for in school, at work, is talking too much. Like, Khalifa, all right, it's enough now, it's enough, Khalifa, all right, we get it, you know? And that's actually, (laughs) (laughs) and that is actually my calling. So it's, look in your closet. What are people saying about you? Do you constantly bake cakes? Do you constantly have the best advice? Maybe you're a coach, maybe you're a counsellor. Like, podcasting to me has been the door opener in regards to seeing what is inside people's closets and knowing what I should have in my closet and what I should put put in and take out it's it's an amazing thing and I know I I resonate with that so so much I have always been fascinated with people which is why I'm absolutely loving doing the series because I just I whenever I meet somebody I just ask them loads of questions about them and then they go oh enough about me let's talk about you I'm like no 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 let's carry on talking about you like I love people and it's funny because I wanted to be I thought I wanted to be a psychologist and I studied psychology but then I was like I don't want to study for like a million years um and I wanted to get out and work and so it's so funny but one of my favorite subjects was health psychology so like now coaching didn't exist when I was at university dating myself here how many 20 odd years ago so now it's like well I'm a health coach and it's like I've combined all my passions and helping people into a career and yes podcasting is totally my outlet because I can you know basically it's my job to talk so no one can tell me to shut up (laughs) no I love it I love it and I love yeah meeting new people and hearing their stories I know it's been so wonderful to connect with you and um, get to know your story but tell us like what does a typical day look like for you in your life I mean I can't imagine there's a typical day for you but typical day is usually tell us about your job and then how that marries in with everything yeah so typical day um I've got set my alarm for six o'clock because I like to wake up if this is if my when my son is around um set my alarm for six o'clock because I like to be wake up early um before him because just to get my mind together absolutely I do the same let's get a jumping day and on my alarm, I'm, I'm, I'm a weirdo. I, I always make sure I remember why I woke up. My alarm says, um, <laughs> um, thank God, thank you, Jesus, for waking me up. <laughs> so, I love that. What, is it like a song or is yeah. you saying that? Yeah, no, no, no. So my alarm would go and then uh, the message on my phone would be, thank you, Jesus, for waking me up. Because it's kind of like, it's reminding myself that, do you know what? I'm on this earth for a mission. God has woken me up today. I'm meant to do so. Even if it's just to crack a smile at someone, I know that there's a reason why I'm here. So, so wake up. I would make sure I I usually do things the night before in regards to uniform clothes because I just can't do the hustle and bustle. So what I usually do is just wake up, sort out his breakfast. He maybe like bung sausages inside the air fryer, sort myself out, get ready, get him ready school then go to work do what I have to do at work I usually podcast at um so like today prior to our um our meeting I had a podcast <laughs> beforehand and hence why I, I, by the way guys I had a mix up yesterday <laughs> so, 
I thought our podcast was yesterday. So I was sat on, on Zoom thinking, where is she? When I I was a day early. So I usually have um podcasts like every single day, apart from the weekends, because that's when I just chill. And yeah, just sort out my social media and just plan my week. So everything's usually just strategic, planned out. And I'm open, I'm flexible in regards to being adaptable because sometimes your health and well-being kind of needs. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the same. I'm organized, but then I'm also happy to flex and be like, you know what? That needs to shift, but you need a plan. Yeah, I, you have to, or even like a rough sketch, like just something. And it's so funny, I love watching stuff like The Apprentice. And I find that the things that they don't, like the reason why they flop in some of their projects is because they don't have a proper plan. Like the project manager just doesn't sit down and say, okay, guys, yeah. we need I to. Mean, I mean, I, I don't watch The Apprentice because it just annoys me because I just think like, who are these people? Um, <laughs> like, let me just get in there and organize things. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, of the few clips I've caught, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why have you not? Anyway, marketing, I mean, I love marketing and business. So yeah, yeah, I get actually more stress. I don't find it entertaining watching The Apprentice because I just want to shout at the TV. Yeah, but I love, yeah, time blocking and even having like to-do lists. There's something about like a to-do list. I just love like crossing it out. It's I, Yeah, there's I, something very psychological. <laughs> yeah, like I do, I have, I mean, I have an electronic diary, but I still have like a pad every day that I deal with. And then like, I have my most important and then I just yeah. have like, some extra that line that's that nice. yeah write it down tick it off there's actually that you'd love my one because mine's got little tick blocks oh wicked awesome <laughs> but no so I mean that's a really full on life but yeah what I love about you is that you do it with a smile in your face and mm. for me that's that's what I feel like a thriving mum is it's not a person who has everything perfect you know every all their ducks in a row like honestly my ducks are going in different directions most of the time but I think it's it's just doing it with grace and I I just admire your passion and your positivity so much and I know that will inspire so many people who now will get to know you through this podcast and be able to follow you and especially for our single moms community, because I feel like we, we've maybe not had enough of that on the community. But, you know, obviously as the podcast host, I am married um, nearly 15 years now. So, you know, like I think that, yeah, that is something to celebrate in this day and age, I think for sure. But at the same time, I'm super conscious that I have so many amazing women and so many amazing friends who are single moms. And I know, I know there's definitely some challenges and I'm always very conscious, especially um on the weekends maybe where I know their kids aren't with them or they're maybe with their dad or or whoever and just making sure that I'm around to meet up with them and not get annoyed if they are busy and wanting to see their kids in the limited time that they you know in in terms of all that kind of thing and juggle but then there's a lot of people that are in the same boat as you and maybe don't have anyone yeah yeah but I've I've had like um my family like I said they're they're very very supportive um that's amazing yeah and I've got but I I've got um loads of friends that have been able to take him when I just need five minutes and one of the things that really set me free as a single mum was the fact that I love like old movies I love like the sound of music the king and I just 
the old musicals and like even Mary Poppins. So one of the things that I, I got a glimpse of was the fact that all of these women, they were the help or they, they were, they had, they were nannies or they had people there to assist them, you know, like even with Mary Poppins, she was, she was a nanny. She went into a, a, a home to help this family. And I had to divorce the idea as a single mom, that I have to do everything by myself. Even you as a married woman, there are times whereby you'd call upon your the grandparents on either side that look, we need friggin' five minutes or else we're gonna sell all these kids on eBay or Amazon <laughs> or Facebook Marketplace, you know? So as single moms, we need to just relax. We need to let ourselves know that historically, there was a kin, you know, whereby they had the aunties and the uncles living near each other, whereby they could help. It was well, the whole village, takes yeah. a village. And yeah. nowadays we all live so scattered. And yeah. I have, it's it's been a really interesting process for me this last year is since my mom's come to live with me from South Africa. And and really it's it's genuinely taken me about a year to not like tense up when I ask her for help, because I feel like if I ask for help, I'm failing because I need to ask for help. Now I'm like, she's there, she's offering. Take it. And I'd be a mad woman if I didn't say, yes, please yeah. can you pick up Jesse from school yeah. today so that I can do an extra hour's work or go to the gym or yeah. just sit and watch Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> and another thing that set me free is when I was reading a book and it said that the reason why a lot of rich people are rich and successful is because they have mastered the art in delegating. Yes. And we want to yes. be Mrs. Marvel, you know, and do Thank it all. Or yeah. And my mom once said to me, you're a very good delegator. And immediately I took it offensively, like as if, girl, what? Are you trying to like imply that I shirk my responsibilities? But actually she was giving me a compliment. And I just was, again, as women, we're so conditioned to be like, no, 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 I have to do everything. And, and she's right. right, I am a very good delegator. I do delegate a lot, yeah. but that's, you know, that's something I have really had to work and, and learn over the years. Yeah, and as a single mom, even if you don't have a tribe, create a tribe. And sometimes when there's a yeah. gap, you can fill that gap and you have to, if you want support, if you want help as well, sometimes you have to be that help to someone else, you know? So that that's something that's something that I found myself that whenever I've wanted a friend me being a friend to someone has then given yeah. me that kind I've, of I've, I've found that I've got you know in my village we is you know I've got a good handful of moms I know that I could just be like can you do this for me or and you know I've had friends ring me up and say we've been let down by the babysitter can you help and of course like you just step in and then it's nice to know that you've got that backup when you yeah. need it as well so that's amazing well so many words of wisdom there for our single moms wow. and it's just you know I knew you'd be the perfect candidate to come on and talk about this topic but now we're going to move into the little fun elements of the podcast Ooh. which has become a little bit of a tradition where I do a quick fire round Ooh. to ask you some questions and I haven't prepped people okay so it is completely first thing although some of it you probably already told us but anyway there's plenty okay. of questions to get through so first up favorite movie um I do love musicals 
you named a few there where you were like Mary yeah Poppins. I would yeah I would say the sound of music because the hills are alive <laughs> oh, that is one of my favorite movies I literally oh that's just yeah. amazing great choice great yeah. choice we haven't had that one yet yes I, we get, I we get the usuals like dirty dancing and things like that so yeah. that's a good one to have so what is your favorite get up and jam song that like just gets you in the mood that you're just like right I can take on the world favorite get up and dance oh I I'm bootalicious by Beyonce I was just gonna say like I just knew you were gonna say that like I knew a Beyonce song was gonna come out of your mouth honestly I mean you yeah. remind me so much of Beyonce oh my gosh yeah you just, just her energy just but I call it I love like cleaning music like just I need music just to be able to clean like just blasting it because yeah. it, it makes the cleaning go quicker <laughs> Love, you should put put a little reel up for us of you doing the cleaning with cleaning, some yeah. like right what is your favorite drink to enjoy I mean Ooh. it doesn't have to be alcoholic but you know a lot of people have you, have you met me <laughs> um <laughs> I've got two actually so I love red wine because it doesn't get me intoxicated um and I don't like being drunk I hate it like not being in control but yeah so red wine and then when so that's for in the house when all over the weekends but then when I do go out I love a porn star martini like just yes well, good I love. choice I yeah. love it and then I love the passion yes yeah. we, we don't like our, we have a different name for it as well so we call it a granadilla Oh, Caladilla. Oh. Yeah. Not a, um, the passion fruit like thing. It's like, we just call it a different thing. So like, yeah, it's one of those little quirks of having two languages, even though I speak the same language, different words for different things, you know, pants, trousers, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. Tell me, what is your fave easy supper, go-to supper that you can just like whip up for you and your son, like super quick, don't even have to think, just get it done. Mince and pasta. Mince and pasta. Yeah. I love it. Just chucking the Lloyd sauce in there. <laughs> That's it. Get some cheese. Awesome. Just a quick, 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 quick dinner. Sounds yummy. Yeah. I want to come to yours for a quick easy <laughs> This is the part that makes me like so hungry. Right. Final question. What is your number one top tip for a working mum? Like, what is the thing that you swear by? Um, I would say having a timetable, having a schedule um, really, really helps. It helps a lot. Um, and also giving yourself grace, like have your timetable. But if things, if ish happens, then it happens. We've survived a whole global pandemic. So give yourself, yeah. give yourself grace. But plan, just plan ahead. And sometimes I say to people that, my um my past me irritates my future me sometimes because she plans so much for me that I'm just like girl like could you just let me chill <laughs> but in actual fact if I didn't have so much on my plate I would just be idle and I would just spend it watching serial killers on Netflix <laughs> you know so in a way just plan and if yeah time if you look at your kids as well as another example like I blinked I closed my eyes and I opened my eyes and now my son is 11 kids you can gauge your life with your children and 
one minute you're pregnant, next minute they're crawling, next minute they're talking, next minute they're in primary school, next minute they're in secondary school. So time waits for no one and time is something that we cannot buy in Tesco or Asda. So you are responsible for your own time. Utilize it well as a, as a single mom or as a mom in general. The same way when you're, you're working hard and your, your kid says, oh, mommy, mommy, have you got five minutes? Give them the five minutes give it to them because they're not going to remember that mommy and mommy and daddy worked so hard they're going to remember that do you know what I wanted to show my mom a dance move and she took out five minutes of her day to look at the the dance move where I had a picture and my mom validated the picture that might have looked like spaghetti you know so time is something that we can give to others give it to yourself and yeah that's my own little oh, I just that it's yeah. made me so emotional and I because I I resonate so much with that and you know I like you I love that my my past me irritates my future me I do that like I'm like seriously Wendy how have you found the diary this much but and you know there is an element to that like I do want to live life to the full and I do want to have you know loads on the go and I want I want to be living a fulfilling life not a busy full life like a fulfilled life and a fulfilled life looks like I want to be involved in different projects and things and supporting people and making time for friends and so that element of being busy is is you know a byproduct of that fulfilled life I believe but you're so right like time waits for no one so being intentional with our time and being very structured with it and you know making sure that we are like I said to my husband this morning um I said to him what are you doing for yourself today to me and he went I'm going to play football tonight and I went good okay he's like what are you doing for yourself today and I was like I'm going to a Pilates class so you know whatever it is like it's just it is you know, it's even taking intentional time for yourself because yeah. that's really important too. But, oh my goodness, so many words of wisdom. You are just an absolute joy and blessing to so many. And I'm so grateful that our community has gotten to know you on this podcast better. So do go and follow Khalifa. I'll put all of her, you know, Instagram, her podcast, all of the deets in the show notes and go give her a follow screenshot the screen share it out let your single mom friends know about Khalifa her incredible podcast um which has been such a blessing to so many single moms and yeah I just look forward to continuing to see you thrive yes thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure and this is not um a goodbye but a hello like Adele (laughs) cheesy joke okay thank you for tuning in today i am so grateful for you if this episode has resonated make sure you visit wendygriffith.co.uk to discover more of my content and my fantastic free resources to support you in thriving or if you'd like to continue the conversation further drop me a dm by instagram at wendygriffithlivehealthy i'd love to hear from you until next time keep thriving